Hi, I'm Chris Nessie from the House of EdTech podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey, welcome back. Steve here. And today I'm talking with Diana Helfond, the CEO and founder of Parallel. Parallel works with school systems to provide online services for students with learning and thinking differences. What a great talk. So much to learn. Thanks for listening. Oh, by the way, it'd be so cool if you went to my website, stephenmaletto.com slash reviews and left a review. Could you do that for me? You know, say a few nice words and uh, maybe five stars. What do you think? <laughs> That'd be so cool. You are awesome. Enjoy the show. It's the Education Podcast, your favorite show, with lots of groovy guests, and they share what they know. So crank it up to 10 and let your neighbors know that here's another show with Dr. Steve Milletto. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Teaching, learning, leading, K-12. Ah, ah, with Dr. Steve Milletto. Parallel is the first tech-forward provider of care for learning and thinking differences across the United States. They believe learning differences are parallel ways of thinking that should be celebrated. Parallel's mission is to provide students with resources and encouragement to succeed in the classroom and beyond. To Parallel, this means helping them build confidence in their unique strengths and create strategies to work around their weaknesses. Founder and CEO Diana Heldfond was diagnosed with both dyslexia and ADHD at a young age. During middle school, she benefited from early intervention and access to specialists and other resources. With the help of this support, she went on to study science, technology, and international affairs at Georgetown University following high school. Today, we're going to talk about Parallel. Uh, Diana, welcome, and thanks for joining me, and say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. Thank you, uh, Stephen, for having me. Well, glad that you could join me today, and uh, could you share a bit more about your personal background and what influenced you to support those with learning differences? Definitely. Well, you touched on a lot of them in your uh, intro already, but you know, I was diagnosed with dyslexia and ADHD at about seven years old. Um, was very lucky in that I had mom that was very on top of it. Um, she really took it upon herself to learn about this field uh, as a whole and and really understand all of the different resources that existed at the time. Also, very lucky in that we had access to those resources. Um, which is a challenge that you know most most students in America are really years behind in core academic subjects or struggling with very severe mental health challenges or some combination of all of the above before anyone intervenes on their behalf. So recognizing that I had a very kind of unique experience growing up, of course, still was not all butterflies and rainbows. Uh, <laughs> was spending a lot of extra time on schoolwork that you know I was would much rather have been playing soccer with my friends after school, not working with the tutor, but. I guess it served me well in the long run. Um, now very thankful looking back on on my uh, academic career to have had so much kind of early intervention and, and support, um, you know, working with learning specialists uh, and so forth. Um, fast forward, you know, my, or as you touched on, I, I ended up going to Georgetown for college, um, started an education company while I was there in a very different space, but was really an exciting kind of first First step at doing something entrepreneurial um, was more focused on tutoring um, prior or sorry, just after that went on to go work um, in investment banking. Wall Street um, was kind of the dream post-college, spent a lot of time working with healthcare and tech clients while I was there. Um, 
and then was very interested in kind of this interconnection of um, my own personal story and the opportunity to really, you know, create a scalable business at the core of it. And um, with that, you know, the mission of really increasing access and equity to these really, really important services that definitely changed my life. Um, it all really culminated at the start of the pandemic and uh, gave rise to, to Parallel. So that's just a little bit on my background. Awesome. Appreciate it. All right. So let's talk about Parallel itself. So um, what is it? And can you provide a little bit more in- information about uh, how it works and so forth? Yeah. So we are a virtual care platform. Um, we have a network of very, very highly vetted uh, special ed providers who um, touch on all different backgrounds. So we have uh, speech and language therapists, school psychologists, social workers, um, specialized instruction or, uh, or specialized teachers, right? Um, really a whole host of different providers who are very capable of helping students overcome a whole host of different challenges. We also know very well that it's very difficult for schools to find a lot of these providers right now. Um, it's definitely been more and more challenging since COVID, but even prior to that, it's always been very difficult to find, you know, these highly specialized, highly credentialed providers. So um, we see it as our, you know, kind of role of kind of being the the middleman connecting the school or the districts most in need um, with these, you know, again, highly vetted providers. Um, the other really kind of exciting part about Parallel as a whole is, you know, not only are we playing that that middleman, right? Uh, but we actually also have built a really robust and exciting tech platform. So all of our services are delivered virtually. Um, we have all of our providers using our platform and the platform yields not only a really great experience for the students that are working with it, uh, the administrators that are having to navigate it, and of course the providers, um, we actually are really focused on the provider experience and specifically how we can make them more effective in actually delivering care. So we use a standardized curriculum for all of the services that we're providing and have uh, licensed curriculum, essentially, that's all evidence-based kind of best practice curriculum um, and actually integrated it directly into our platform. So it's really easy for our providers to navigate and have access to, you know, a standardized curriculum, tooling to make these sessions incredibly engaging for students and actually track their progress over time and be as effective and possible as possible in delivering that actual care. So it's a really unique um, opportunity for the providers. It's very different for uh, a provider working with Parallel than that provider would have, you know, working in a school and being kind of on their own to do all of the lesson planning and curriculum decisions and so on. Um, and on top of that, we also provide, you know, really all of the clinical oversight, all of the professional development. So in terms of how how we work with schools, it's a huge benefit to them because ultimately Parallel is doing a lot of the kind of clinical work to really ensure that these are the highest quality services being delivered to, to students. Um, but yeah, happy to go into any more detail on, on any of those points wherever helpful. Cool. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm a former high school principal, right? And uh, so do you work w- at, at that level or is it someone from the district level that, uh, that connects yes, with you? You'll have to forgive me. I always say school, but I actually really mean district. <laughs> gotcha. So we are um, working primarily with school districts actually working with a few counties as well, um, hopefully state at some point soon. So, um, you know, a few different and kind of various folks. We actually have some 
uh, private schools that we're working with as well. So few at the school level. Gotcha. So, all right. So just, no, you said it's, it's all web-based. So that's not going to uh, um, kind of hold you down to one part of the country. So where are you right now? What types of, uh, are, are you in some different states or uh, just primarily yeah. um, in one area? So, so we are in a number of different states now uh, in about 12 states, just expanded to three more, which is exciting. Um, I'd say, you know, kind of critical mass. Some of our earliest states are New York, California, Colorado, Illinois, Michigan. Um, we just expanded into Georgia, North Carolina, and Indiana. Um, and so with that, you know, we have made a point to kind of move slowly, um, within reason, <laughs> as we think about, you know, our kind of ideal goal of national expansion, right. We recognize that we really do want to be able to provide, you know, the the best possible services in a given location. And we want to make sure we have the best providers in a given state um, who are really ready to go and and up to speed with how these districts work. And of course, state by state, there are some variations and, you know, what's needed of various different providers and so on. So um, with that, you know, we found it, it great to really go deep in, in certain states. And also I'll note, you know, because we're offering so many different services, um, everything from speech therapy to behavioral mental health counseling to um, assessments, like ed assessments, right? Speech assessments, mental health assessments, um, specialized teaching, right? The list goes on and on. But because we have this kind of umbrella of providers, we've also found it great to really kind of go deep within the districts that we're working with. So we might start working with a district to cover, you know, specialized teaching and then three months later, they have an extreme need for, you know, someone to help them work through psychoed evals. And that's where we can really step in. So we really end up being this you know, kind of full stop partner to the school districts. And really at that point, we're very plugged into how those districts operate, how their staff work. Um, then it becomes a really easy conversation of, you know, h- how else can we help? Right. So um, yeah, that, that's just a little bit about kind of how, how we're operating within the states that we are in currently in. Cool. So all right, so let's talk a little bit about how that uh, materializes. Is it the school system that reaches out to you, or is it a teacher or a principal, or or is it that yeah. you guys are reaching out? I mean, how how how's that connection happen? It's a great question. Um, it kind of goes both ways. So you know, we have a full kind of outbound sales team that's constantly working with districts, um, you know, doing various different lunch and learns and professional development, and really just kind of trying to get our foot in the door and show what Parallel as a partner is capable of. Um, We also then have a lot of schools that are actually coming to us. Of course, there's an immense need right now on the field that we're operating in. Um, And so if there is, you know, a open role uh, within a district, a lot of those districts are actually coming directly to us, finding us at conferences or hearing our name through, you know, referrals from fellow school districts and so on. So it it does very much go go both ways. Gotcha. you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, obviously you're using uh, different professionals that you've connected with and uh, brought them into your system. So how does that work? I mean, you know, because there's really two parts to a question right here. So I, I part of my audience is are some of the professionals that uh, um, yeah. provide services that you're talking about. So part of this question is someone might think, hey, how can I connect with, with Parallel? Totally. And then well, uh, so let's there go there. Are- endless roles posted online <laughs> to come work with Parallel. Um, so all you have to do is go to our website, ParallelLearning.com. Um, but I will note, you know, on the, the provider side, again, we really hire providers from all different backgrounds, really um, everyone from speech and language therapists, um, 
behavioral health professionals. I mean, school psychologists probably be the biggest bucket, but social workers as well. Um, I touched on, we just expanded into so um, uh, special education as well. So actually doing real special ed teaching and case management. Um, I'm questioning what I'm glossing over, <laughs> but again, it's all listed online. Um, and, you know, I'll note that our clinical team is incredible. Our chief clinical officer, Dr. Jordan Wright, he's based at NYU and really is the forefront kind of thought leader and researcher for teletherapy and, and teleassessment in the U.S. Like really the go-to guy along with a few other professionals um, who he's co-published work with. So um, he's an incredible resource to have. And, you know, actually a lot of providers have really come to parallel with the goal of working directly with Dr. Wright, um, as well as, you know, our, our incredible clinical team that he has built out. And I think what's in a unique opportunity for provider side within parallel is we really have built a community. Like I said, we're constantly thinking about how can we build everything from tooling to professional development opportunities, to better training, to really, um, give providers the best possible experience. And I think the realm of special education, unlike general education of the rest of the school system, right, is actually very siloed, right? Like in many cases, you are the only professional of your background that is working within a school site, sometimes even in the district, right? And so being able to actually give those professionals a community within parallel is really powerful. And to be able to have somebody to say, hey, this case came up and how, how do you think I should solve it, right? Um, or like, have you seen this before? What have you done, right? Like just even having access to you know, this incredible group of of like-minded professionals um, is a really unique opportunity for for so many. So I'd say that that's a very large driver also of um, you know, what brings professionals to the parallel community and ultimately, you know, gets them to, to stick around. Very cool. You know, it's one, and it's interesting because, you know, the idea that uh, it's a, it's a different world. Cause like, uh, you know, when, uh, if a, if they're going to applying to a school system or something like this, uh, and uh, you know, the, and your whole platform is is you know in the in the not really in the cloud, but is webinar format. Um, it makes for a um, an interesting sort of uh, person, I would think, who needs to be able to do this. I mean, I, any thoughts about uh, you know that person who makes a, a good webinar? Um, yeah, it's a great question. Um, Look, the biggest driver of actual outcomes and results is actually, you know, the relationship that students are building with uh, their, whoever's teaching them, right, or, or working with them, depending on, on the type of, of provider, right? So I think the biggest thing for us is how, even in virtual setting, can we really build that relationship between students and uh, the providers that are working with, and we've done it with great results, actually, um, when we look at our routine outcome monitoring we've actually seen really exceptionally high results better than actually in-person care. And a lot of that comes down to because in the virtual setting, you really can hone in on really that that connection without all of the distractions, right, of the kind of work work day, right, um, or the, the school day, I should say. Um, and with that, a lot of it comes down to also the platform itself, right? So we need providers who are heavily engaged, really excited about working with students, and really love that face-to-face time with students because we're giving them a lot of tooling on the back end, right, to actually make the virtual setting more engaging and more exciting with, you know, games for activities and, um, you know, kind of better ways for actually presenting this curriculum and lesson planning and so on. Um, 
but we still need that provider to show up and, and be really ready and excited to really build the relationship with the students, help them work through these challenges um, and are really committed to, yeah, that, the outcomes themselves, right? So I would say that that's probably the biggest driver in terms of what we really need out of, of provider network. And then, you know, obviously we are focused on quality and outcomes above all else. So we are constantly looking for providers who are really committed to the same, who have, you know, a really great background and experience. Um, I will also note that we have launched a number of programs recently to actually help, you know, newer to the field providers get up and running within school districts to have that added layer of support that they wouldn't otherwise have if they were going directly into the school system. We also have launched a program, which I'm really excited about, is to help um, speech and language therapists, which are obviously hugely in demand really across America in every district. It feels like everyone needs speech and language therapists right now. Um, we've actually launched a program to help folks integrate into school systems. So people who are historically working in private practice and want the opportunity of working within school systems, it's a completely different or experience working within the schools. And so our team actually will work very, very closely with folks as they kind of get up to speed with uh, what it's like to work in a school district. We give them, you know, a lot of hands-on training before they ever even work with any of our school clients. And then um, a lot of hands-on guidance and coaching as they get up and running with their first couple of cases and, and ongoing. So, um, you know, it's a unique, again, opportunity, I think, from a provider standpoint. I like to think about it as kind of like a Teach for America model, but for specifically special education. Um, and that is really what we're aiming to do, right, is to give this high, high level of support and guidance and the best possible years of training that you can get working with Parallel. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so as we're talking about this, one of the things that I'm it gets me thinking about is uh, um, so what would, what would happen if like a, um, you know, you're talking to recruiting or you're, you're even talking with a group of parents and stuff like this. What, what do you tell somebody who says, how can this really work? How this is, you're, you're thousands of miles away from my child. How, how can you, how can you say this works? What would you say? To yeah. Them? Um. I will start by saying, you know, especially in a more rural school district, a lot of the times it comes down to no services versus virtual services in our case, right? Um, we have a lot of schools that we're working with where school sites are 50 miles from the next, right? And to have an in-person provider for every student's unique needs is just literally impossible. And actually on a more urban school district side, this slightly different reasoning, but you know, in many cases, we see that students are still not getting served because the district does not have adequate resources to actually, you know, serve all of the students that need care, right? So I think that's the biggest thing is that the virtual setting actually really helps increase access to these services that wouldn't otherwise exist. I think in terms of the actual, like, efficacy of doing things online, A, there's an amazing amount of research out there who that really speaks to um, the quality outcomes that can be provided being virtual. Again, there's a trade-off, right? Being virtual, we all know is very different than being in person, but it does allow us in many cases to really hone in on what's happening in the box in front of us, right? So you're also picking up on things as a provider that you wouldn't probably otherwise see if in fact you were in this kind of larger setting, right? Um, but I think the other part is, again, being a virtual platform, I think said the two most important things are one, we can actually provide this highly individualized care 
that again, I think is very difficult despite it being the mandate of schools to provide, you know, a free and appropriate education to all students, having the right resources at the right time for every student's unique needs is very difficult. And if you don't even have a speech and language therapist in your school site, right, um, you might not be providing the services at all. Nevertheless, you might have somebody, but they're not actually the right provider for this specific student's unique needs, right? So we can actually tailor specific, not just credentials, but also people's backgrounds and where we know that they're going to be incredibly successful as professionals to work with the right students that we can actually provide a much more individualized experience for students than you could ever provide, frankly, in a school-based setting. Um, And we're also able to provide, again, this higher level of clinical actual oversight as parallel as a whole than what you will get in a a school-based setting in many cases because students, I'm sorry, the schools themselves, districts and staff are so overburdened right now trying to get through, you know, the caseload itself, that it's hard to think about necessarily how do we drive the best possible outcomes for this student. Meanwhile, here at Parallel, it's literally all we think about, right? Um, And there's this added layer of support. Again, you know, you've got the actual provider that you're working with as the student, but then there's also, you know, a whole team of folks behind Parallel who are actually making sure that that provider is is really building that, that relationship and that curriculum, ideally, for that student. So say that's probably you know, the the main things I would touch on though I could probably talk about this for hours <laughs> oh that's good that's good because I, I can imagine it's something that someone would ask and that's why I, I thought that was something good to actually talk. sorry one other thing I'll just touch on I meant to say earlier is you know again the platform itself we've really built to be so highly engaging and exciting for students um, you know, a psychoeducational assessment can't be all that exciting, right? But when it comes to uh, things like speech and language therapy and, um, you know, reading interventions and so on, right, we really have made a point to take all of the science behind, you know, what are the most effective ways to actually help students overcome the challenges that they might be facing, uh, but actually do it in a really, you know, engaging manner. Like I I think about uh, the games that we've built for speech and language therapy, specifically speech and language therapy is a field in which there are so many resources out there and there's actually not a very good standardized evidence-based curriculum like there is for say reading intervention or, um, you know, something like uh, on the behavioral mental health side. And so what we've been able to do is actually go in and build based off of, you know, our, our best understanding of the science and, you know, talking to like the best providers out there, you know, all of these really incredible resources that can not only drive outcomes, but actually make the sessions quite fun for students, that that's why we're getting these incredible results and engagement for students. And actually, uh, in some districts where attendance has been a large issue in the past, we're actually seeing students be more responsive to parallel and actually showing up more actively to sessions, which is really all you can ask for. (laughs) Very much so. Uh, You know, so talk a little bit about what it looks like one-on-one. What is what is what? How does this operate? What it t- tell me? You know, the child comes into the into the office. Does it have it at home? Does it? Uh, I mean, yeah, it all happens during the school day, uh, and so we work with schools in a very kind of bespoke manner to figure out how to get uh, them up and running with parallel, right? So in many cases, they've got either you know a paraprofessional or another teacher, or even just you know someone within the district, kind of staff. Like in some cases, we have schools using um, you know kind of very random staff members that happen to be available and are willing to take on a little extra work to kind of um, 
be the the adult in the room, right? Help kids get set up, especially younger kids do need to have a little bit of extra support getting set up with the computer, um, getting logged on, logged on to sessions and so on. Um, when we first sign up with a school district, again, every district has a kind of different use case for parallel. So some schools are working with us just doing speech and language therapy, others just doing special ed teaching, um, others doing just evaluation, some doing all of the above, right? Um, or some, you know, mixing and matching and, and in some cases, you know, switching from year to year in terms of their matching, mixing and matching. Um, and so you know, we will work with them to figure out the right professionals to match with each of the students in the caseload that they ultimately share with us. Um, and then make sure, you know, we have the adequate staff and as I touched on earlier, the right staff that will really meet those students' unique needs. We work with the school to ultimately build a schedule for those students based off of, you know, the times that they're free and available um, to, you know, get them up and, and running. And then depending on the school's setup, right, in many cases, students will go back to back into, well, into sessions. Some students are actually doing small group sessions, um, but essentially we're really kind of working within whatever is in that student's IEP specifically, um, and really helping build this, you know, unique experience for, for them. Um, yeah. And then they'll, you know, work with the same provider every single time provider, uh, has access to, you know, all of that student's kind of background and records. So they do a lot of work getting up and running with each student, um, as part of the process. And then, uh, I'd say the other thing that's really, you know, unique about the parallel platform, and I think is a big win for both the districts that we're working with, as well as the families and the students, um, we're also doing constant kind of routine outcome monitoring, not just, you know, after each session, how, how did you think it went? How did you feel your relationship with the provider is on the provider side? How do you think the student is improving and so on, which obviously gives us incredible baseline. We're also tracking progress towards IEP goals and also progress just when we come, when it comes to the specific curriculum that's being used, right? Progress actually overcoming, you know, the specific challenges that were identified in the, uh, immediate term. So for each of the service lines that we're offering, for each of the different conditions we might be helping students with, we're also providing um, really in-depth outcome monitoring to ensure that students are really seeing results and that students, uh, I'm sorry, that the families are seeing results and that the administrators, um, you know, can stand by those results. Uh, so that's just a win for for everyone, right? Um, so again, I think something that's fairly unique for, for uh, working with Parallel. Excellent. So, and I just got to make sure I ask this question. So you, yeah. you don't need a lot of equipment, right? You just need a laptop and a, a connection to, to make this happen and a microphone. Yeah, yeah for the most part. Um, it's pretty straightforward. When we first start working with schools, you know, we go through uh, making sure that they have all of the right equipment. We do tech testing and so on. It's a you know, making sure everyone has like adequate internet service and so on is, is actually a really important step. <laughs> um, and so we'll work with schools to make sure that, you know, they have everything that they need to be successful here. If we're working with them on assessments, for example, we'll send them any of the kind of physical materials that they need, test booklets or response booklets. Um, but yeah, it's fairly straightforward and low lift. I'd say actually the biggest sticking point is, you know, where do you actually set students up? How do you find an on-campus staff member uh, who's available to actually, you know, kind of be that moderator, right? Um, but again, we have a lot of kind of uh, uh, supports for that. So we are very hands-on, especially in this kind of implementation phase to make sure that schools are totally up and ready to go, as well as that each student as they, you know, first get integrated with the 
platform and get used to the virtual settings that, you know, all is going smoothly. Very cool. So, uh, all right. So let's, let's talk about this. You're at, uh, you get a chance to talk to an audience full of district uh, administrators who have, uh, they, they would be able to, um, you know, you, you would, they would be the people that you're working with if you, if you were in their systems and you got a chance yeah. to tell them why they should choose parallel. What would you tell them? Oh, uh, no pressure, right? <laughs> <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, I think I've touched on a lot of it. I think the biggest thing is, look, we are so focused on both the outcomes as well as the efficiency metrics. And like, I say that because we're a company, right? We have to think about efficiency and so on, but it actually is exactly what schools are most in need of, which is meeting compliance deadlines, right? We actually can use and coordinate providers time so efficiently based off of the technology underlying our platform. Again, we can augment the right providers with the right students um, that will actually meet every compliance deadline as well as actually drive real results and provide the clinical oversight that, again, is just really difficult to actually do in person. And so actually what we constantly are getting feedback from our current school partners, our district partners, is that they love to know that with Parallel, yes, there's these incredible providers who are working with each student, but there's also this second layer of defense, right? Like we have this whole platform behind Parallel, incredible clinical team. Every single report that is done by Parallel, for example, is reviewed by somebody on our team. And that's just, again, to have a complete extra backstop on you know everything that the providers are doing to give the providers themselves that extra layer of support also to actually talk through what's going into a report like that doesn't happen <laughs> in most districts right um and so i think that you know the schools that do end up or the districts that end up working with us right um see this very quickly and just the real benefits of it that you know we are ultimately you know when we first like start off with a school a lot of it comes down to you know we can help you stay in compliance. We can help, you know, work through caseload that you have, which is great. And I think everyone needs that. Um, but I think there's this whole other layer of burden on the system to actually, you know, think about driving really all of this, this clinical, um, all of these clinical outcomes. And, and, you know, we are poised to be able to actually help districts uh, in really unique ways to, to deliver on that, um, which is, I think yet again, a win for literally every stakeholder here. So um yeah, I'd say those are probably the main main talking points. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, so uh, Diana, we're getting ready to close, um, getting close at least. If someone wanted to follow up and connect with you and or learn more, where would you send them? Yeah, um, well, it depends on who you are that's interested. But in general, go to our website. It's parallellearning.com. Um, and within the website, there are links to demo forms. So if you're a district that's interested in Working with Parallel and learning more, definitely start there. Um, uh, alternatively, if you're a provider who is interested in working with us, you'll see there's a careers page right at the top of our website. Click there, you'll see all of the states that we're actively hiring in and for all of the roles. Check back regularly because we're always uh, thinking about, you know, the next states that we're expanding to and, and um, you know, future roles that we're hiring for. So, um and if you're, you know, interested in joining kind of more of the HQ, like coordination side of things as well, lots of roles there also on our job board. So um, generally speaking, the website's going to be your best bet, but you can also find us on social 
media. Um, we're on LinkedIn at Parallel Learning um, and on Instagram and, and all of the good good sites. Um, but that's generally the best bet. Awesome. Awesome. I will make sure that information is in the show notes. And uh, so it's easy for them to find and click on and go find you guys, which would be cool. Uh, I got last two questions for you, Diana. Yeah. And and these are just questions I like to ask my guests. And the first one goes like this. How do you keep going when so much is going on that you may want to quit? Um, what a great question. Um, yes, there is always a lot going on. But I think for us, it's kind of obvious, right? I mean, the work that we're doing is so uh, highly needed and just the impact that we're having on each student, like I said, going back to my own story, right? I mean, to be able to actually change the experience for students across the country is so meaningful um, and really the best motivation you could possibly have to keep keep going even when things are tough. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, last question. Do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if given the chance to say thank you? Oh, wow. Um, I have so many that I would love to think. Um, <laughs> Um, oh, I almost feel bad shouting out one over the other, but I guess I'll, I'll choose one in particular. Um, I had a high school history teacher by the name of Jesse Barrett and everyone who, uh, went to my high school has probably taken a class with him, but it was the first time I was a senior in high school and he used to teach these incredible seminars. And it was one of the first times that you got to take kind of unique, like topic or, or, you know, uh, kind of coverage area. And I was obsessed with international affairs. That's how I ended up going to Georgetown. And so he's teaching incredible classes on, you know, the history of the Middle East and like the history of terrorism and things that were just, it was the first time I remember being like, school is so cool that you get to learn about this stuff. Um, totally different than when you're younger and, you know, you're like learning the basics of reading and algebra and so on. So um, I think Jesse actually contributed a lot to my like love of, of learning and actually everything that I went on to go study in, in college. So um, maybe one day post parallel, I'll get back to uh, something in that field. But um, I think, yeah, it, it's played such a big role in just understanding how the world works and now being able to drive such a big impact in the field of education. And I like to think a little bit of healthcare world too. Um, so I think a lot of it stems back to that class. Very cool. Very cool. Thanks I'll so much. Just to him now. <laughs> nice. Nice. The, thanks so much for sharing. Uh, Diana, this has been an awesome talk, uh, learning about Parallel and all the cool stuff you guys do f to uh, help ch children with their learning differences. Um, thanks for doing that. I mean, it's um, there's so much to learn and understand, and I love the focus and uh, wish you the best in all you do. Oh, well, thank you so much, Stephen, for having me on. And uh, yeah, what a great podcast. So thank you for uh, giving Parallel the opportunity to, to chat. Hey, you have been listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast to help you help kids achieve their dreams. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 is a member of the podcast network based in Canada called Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right. The opinions expressed on Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. 
Hey, thanks for listening. It would be awesome if you visited my website at stephenmaletto.com and connected with me, left a review, and listened to more episodes. And by the way, you could also share it with your friends, with your family, and uh, your colleagues. Thanks so much. You're awesome.